Hello and welcome to another Monday episode of It's Not You, It's Them, But It Might Be You. And you know what? I have been feeling so incredibly chaotic. I literally wrote these scripts like on the morning that they had to be done because I basically forgot that I had to write scripts for this podcast that I do three times a week. How could I forget that? And the same thing happened to me last week where I completely forgot that I had to submit an okay column. I had to absolutely rush to get it in in time for the deadline because I was just like, I know I need to do something. What is it that I need to do? Even though I do it every single week and this is happening to me more and more often and this is what we're going to talk about today. Am I just 40 or is it the perimenopause? And if you're a woman under the age of 40, don't switch off because this shit is going to come hard and fast, faster than you could ever comprehend. I want you to be more prepared than I was. And if you're not a woman, then I'm sure you know women. So listen so that you can understand us better. I was watching Louisa Omiland's stories last week. She's an amazing comedian. And that is what sparked my idea for this episode. Louisa is 41 and she took to her stories to discuss how she's been feeling incredibly low. Her Instagram, by the way, is at Louisa, L-U-I-S-A-O-M-I-E-L-A-N. And she took to her stories to discuss how she's been feeling incredibly low and different and not herself and how she was struggling to find joy in life in the way that she used to and how she feels like she just can't quite get her shit together. And my God, I could relate to every word. And then tons of her followers of the same age and similar ages messaged her to say that they could also relate. And she shared those words. And it made me feel a whole lot better knowing that it's not just me. And I hope with this episode that I can make you feel better if you're in a place of feeling like, is this just me? Am I losing my mind? What is going on here? I haven't felt normal for a couple of years. And as I said, I'm not entirely sure if that is due to the mental battering and complete life restructuring that we all went through during the pandemic, lockdown and all that madness, or whether this is simply what happens when you hit middle age. And I think it might be the latter middle age, you know, like when I was young, I thought middle age meant that you just immediately started enjoying Gardner's World and started wearing cardigans and just wanting to go to the garden centre on the weekend and that was about it. Like, you'd, that middle age was just on your route to death, basically, on the way to pension and retirement. I didn't realise that middle age was actually quite young. It's not old. It's the middle of your life. But actually, things really start changing. Also, of course, I think losing those few years that we did to the pandemic really didn't help. But there is something really different about being over 40. On Louisa's stories about feeling weird now that she's 40, she was posting her followers' messages. And there were a lot of people talking about that feeling of taking stock when you reach 40. So many were about that feeling of invisibility and panic about reproduction. And I think for women, there is such a huge change. Society tells you that you're about to become useless. You know, this society that has told us for so long that our fertility and our baby-making years are the most important. They are what bring us our market value in relationships. And so if you haven't had kids yet, or if you want more, it can be an incredibly anxious time. 
If you're single, you can begin to panic about the fact that men might not even want you as you're heading out of your fertile years. You're suddenly like, fuck, I've spent my whole life trying to not get pregnant, or many of us have, and then suddenly you're like, fuck, I'm about to have the choice removed. I've spent my whole life being ogled by men, but it might stop soon. And when it does, how will I feel? You know, there's a lot to kind of contend with mentally based on what society has told us about being 40, but also about, you know, the inevitable biological changes. And you do start to notice old men looking at 18 year olds in such a disgusting way. And you realise that the world of young women is far more open to men of your age than young boys are to you. Do you know what I mean? Like 50-year-old men can run off with 23-year-old secretaries, but we generally don't do that because what the fuck could a 23-year-old boy bring to your life apart from stamina in bed, maybe? And even then I'd be like, oh, just stop looking at your TikTok, child. Not calling 23-year-olds children. Don't get offended if you are. But 23-year-old boys, they're young for me, or men, whatever you want to call them, but no, not attractive to me at all. Whereas for guys my age, I think many of them would not be averse to the attention of a 23-year-old woman. Dating in your 40s is definitely different. Middle-aged men are hard work. A lot of them are post-divorce, never had therapy, still quite stuck in, you know, old versions of what men should be. And I still get a lot of attention from men, especially younger men. But now I'm in that kind of MILF category, so it all feels a bit sexually objectifying. And I can't date men who still want kids, and it's hard to find men who don't or to find men who needed therapy a long time ago, or men who've just been through messy breakups, you know? Everything kind of changes in your 40s. People are a bit more through the mill, maybe slightly more damaged and cynical, and really just happy to be on their own. I can't ever imagine living with anyone again, whereas in my 20s, I was totally up for that. So I think for everyone, not just women, hitting middle age does suddenly make you go, oh, like I'm halfway there and everything is different. And maybe I don't have my shit together in the way that I expected to. And maybe I need to start thinking about my health and my future in a way that I never had to before. And even though I feel young, because I do, I feel really young. I don't feel, I still feel like I'm 17 years old. Society doesn't see me as young anymore, so I have no excuses to not be grown up and no reason to make mistakes or get things wrong anymore. And maybe that pressure makes you fall apart a bit. You know, I have recently learned, actually, you you will continue to make mistakes for the rest of your entire life. But it was just this perception that I had when I was younger. I really believed that everyone had it all sorted when they were 40. And that generation of boomers ahead of me probably did because life was so different back then. It was so easy to get on the property ladder and you weren't bombarded with everyone's life on socials like we are now. You know, they weren't comparing themselves continuously to what the next person was doing. But maybe they weren't sorted at all. Maybe I just didn't understand how those postmenopausal women were feeling. In fact, I hadn't even heard of perimenopause until about three years ago. I just knew about the menopause, and actually I didn't even really understand that. I thought that kind of happened when you were close to 60. But this is what we need to talk about today. Because I think perimenopause, or that kind of hormonal transition, is responsible for a lot of these feelings that I've been having and that are being shared by many, many women. Probably, I'd say, late 30s and upwards. Recently, I've been Googling and watching videos and following accounts all about the perimenopause because I feel like it might explain a lot. Perimenopause 
is described online. It's actually described everywhere completely differently. I can't make sense of who's right and who's wrong. Things I've been looking at have been like NHS, Bupa, different American medical websites. And they all say completely different things. Some say that it lasts 10 years and starts in like late 30s, early 40s. Others say that perimenopause lasts around four years, um, begins in your mid to late 40s or early 50s. So I don't really know, but my non-scientific, non-medical theory is that it's hits something happens to everyone, every woman, everyone with a uterus and who menstruates over the age of 40 or late 30s. And then perimenopause is basically a period of time over several years where you transition from having periods to no longer having them, obviously, if you have periods and a uterus. It's like puberty, but at the other end. I always thought that the whole thing, the hot flushes, all the things that we hear about menopause, in fact, to be honest, that's, I think, all I ever heard about it. You'll go through the menopause, you'll get hot flushes. And I didn't really pay attention because I thought, well, that only happens to old women. It's not going to happen to me. And, well, obviously, I was a fucking idiot. But it's not that. The menopause is one day. It is one day of your life. It is the day that marks the one-year anniversary since you last had a period. When that day comes, you have gone through the menopause and you are now post-menopausal. All the lead-up to that one day is perimenopause. And this can happen at any age, by the way. I know women who've gone through early menopause in their early 30s. But commonly, the menopause happens in your early 50s. So that one day where you haven't had a period for a year typically is around early 50s. I'm not sure if it's an urban myth, but apparently you're likely to go through it when your mum did. So if you're able to ask your mum when she experienced the menopause, then that might give you an idea of when you will. But don't rely on that. My mum was 54, I think, when she went through the menopause. So I've always thought, oh, well, that would be me then. I'll go through it at 54. And maybe I will. Maybe I've got 14 years of sufferation or 12 years. I'm terrible. So my brain doesn't work. I don't even know how long it is until I'm 54. But perimenopause symptoms are caused by the hormonal changes happening in your body. Some people apparently won't have any symptoms, but most will. And for some people, symptoms can be really severe and affect their daily lives. And you know what? They actually, there was some big campaign by some amazing women recently, last year, I think, to make sure that women who were really suffering with the menopause could be granted leave from work so that they could, it's an actual, you know, recognised reason to take a day or two or, or whatever off. And you know why the government didn't make that legislation? Because it wasn't fair on men. You think I'm joking? Google it. I can't, that should be a whole podcast episode in itself. Hi guys, it's me and I'm here to tell you about another Sony Music Entertainment podcast. Now I know you all like to have a deeper look and get under the skin of a subject, otherwise you wouldn't be listening to me deconstructing hot topics and getting into the nitty gritty with all your dating dilemmas. So I think you're going to love getting curious with the fabulous Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye. Every week, they deep dive into conversations with a variety of experts on some really, really important and eye or ear opening topics like the history of abortion and the science of sleep. Get excited, get curious and listen to Getting Curious wherever you get your podcasts. 
Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girly? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, no, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed with mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Physical perimenopause symptoms can commonly include changes in your menstrual cycle. So if they become irregular, heavier, more painful, then that can be a sign. It's really important. Get a calendar. Track your cycle. Track your cycle. Get one of those that tells you exactly when your period's next supposed to be. My one tells me that, you know, whether there's been 26 days or 27 between each period, no. Because if you don't know, then you won't realise necessarily that it's becoming irregular. Hot flushes and night sweats are another physical symptom, as are headaches, dizziness, vaginal dryness, and also just general dryness, apparently. Really dry hair. Uh, if you notice, like, older women often have that kind of coarse, dry-looking hair. That is a sign of being postmenopausal and very dry skin, incontinence and bladder problems. So if you're finding that you're like not able to hold your wee as much, that could be it. Weight gain, joint and muscle pain, difficulty sleeping, so insomnia, itchy skin, that is a really common one. Shoulder pain is another one, a frozen shoulder. There are so many things associated with the menopause. And I really don't know, actually, if I'm experiencing any of the physical symptoms because I feel like it's really hard to tell. I've always had dizziness. I suffer with something called labyrinthitis, so I'm often struck down by really dizzy spells. I weight train most days, and I always have. Uh, so I often have like muscle aches and muscle soreness. My weight fluctuates up and down constantly anyway and always has done throughout my life. But I have had a really itchy neck and chest for the past few weeks. I have been using a new cream. I am going to stop using that, but I really like it. It's really good on my face. But anyway, badly itchy neck and chest. And I'm thinking that could be perimenopause. But it's really hard to narrow it down. And I'm not experiencing any of the other physical symptoms. My periods are like clockwork and they haven't changed. But it's the mental changes that make me feel like something is really different. And people keep telling me to take vitamins and supplements like lion's mane and magnesium. And for the life of me, I just cannot take vitamins consistently for more than about a week. Even if I set a daily alarm, I'll just ignore it. And this is actually also an ADHD thing, but it means that I can't ever see any real benefits from the things that are meant to help because I can't remember to stick to anything. I have no energy to socialise or nurture and maintain relationships, not in the way that I used to. I feel like I've got nothing to say and no brain capacity to take in what anyone else is saying. I sit in front of my laptop for hours trying to write these scripts and my column and nothing comes out. And then I have to rush to do them at the last minute. Again, ADHD, but also it definitely feels worse these days. And my memory is shot to shit. If you asked me what I did last Monday, I would not be able to tell you. I'd probably struggle to tell you what I did yesterday. And I definitely have mood swings, which I've always had because I have PMDD. 
which is premenstrual dysphoric disorder and ADHD. And apparently perimenopause and aging have a huge impact on people with ADHD. The hormone fluctuations and changes have an even more pronounced impact on ADHD women. PMDD, as I said, is premenstrual dysphoric disorder, which I was diagnosed with at the same time that I was diagnosed with ADHD. I still haven't done a whole podcast episode on this, and I probably should. But it basically means that I have extremely pronounced PMS symptoms, which start as soon as I've finished ovulating. I go from feeling happy, horny, confident, and sexy to feeling like the world is ending, that I am the ugliest woman in town, and that nobody likes me, including my entire family. I feel like I'm useless, that life is going to go wrong, and that nobody will ever love me again. And then my period starts, and I remember that it was PMDD, and I go back to feeling great again. And I've lived with this for my whole menstruating life. But as I say, it is so much more pronounced now. And even though my GP says I'm not perimenopausal, maybe I'm like peri-peri-menopausal. I did try to Google this, but it didn't work. Put Putting peri-peri-menopausal in Google or like I did put pre-perimenopausal and then it just gave me all this stuff about pre-menopause, which actually is just your whole life from when you start bleeding. So it was really difficult for me to, I kept putting in you like woman over 40 feeling weird and all of them just came back perimenopausal. So I don't know if there's like a peri-perimenopause. I still don't know. Maybe you guys can tell me, but I feel like there must be. And because women's health is so underfunded and under-researched, it might well be, but nobody's bothered to look into it. Or maybe I'm just bad at Googling. Who knows? I guess I have said all of this to say... If you start to feel weird in your late 30s, early 40s and beyond, then you are not alone at all. A lot of people are feeling exactly the same. Explore it, get blood tests, talk to people, other women of your age or older, watch and listen to stuff about perimenopause, follow some really great accounts, which I'm going to give you right now. Menopause underscore doctor, who is Dr. Louise Newson, who's done loads of good work. Menopause Whilst Black, all one word. These are all Instagram accounts. Menopause Matters and Rants and Big Pants. Again, all one word. And there's lots more. Davina McCall did a really good series about uh, menopause. Start to listen and learn and read so that you can prepare yourself And do not beat yourself up about not having it together. Do not see yourself as useless or defunct or running out of time. I have never, ever felt more strongly that youth is wasted on the young. I would not go back to my 20-year-old brain again if you paid me. The 42-year-old one is so much better, even though it can't remember anything and I feel like I'm fucking falling apart. It is still a better brain than anything I could have had at 20 years old. If I could have my 42-year-old brain in my 20-year-old body, I could have ruled the world. We all could. But there is no point in pining for a fit body when a wise brain is so much richer. 
And actually also, I'm probably fitter than I've ever been. So losing that isn't inevitable. And one of the things that they really suggest before you hit menopause is weight training, strength training. Even if you don't get in the gym, order some weights, order a kettlebell. Kettlebells are brilliant. Get a four kilo, eight kilo and a 12 kilo. Put on some YouTube videos with kettlebell workouts and follow along. Get strength training. It will really help. But also, if you're my age, you are still young. I know that we're still young because if any of us died aged 45 or 50, people would still think it's a bloody tragedy. Still a tragedy at 60 because you're still young. So please bear that in mind. Even at 70 now, I'm starting to think like that's fucking way too young to go, you know? So put it in that context. You're still young and now you're in a powerful phase where you can pass wisdom, experience and knowledge onto younger people. You have magical powers now. There's a great book called Wise Power that talks all about this, about how to harness post-menopausal. Obviously, a lot of us aren't there yet, but some of you are. Read that book. It talks about how you now have authority and purpose and you can help younger women to learn how to harness their power and not make the same love and relationship-based mistakes that you maybe did. And these feelings won't last forever and eventually you will be a different but better version of yourself. So track your cycle, journal, write down how you're feeling and talk openly to other women because so many of us are feeling this. And remember that even though things are dramatically changing, they are actually so much better than being a teen or in your 20s. There are so many things that you've learned, things that you will never tolerate again. And older women are fucking hot. Don't let the internet ever make you believe otherwise. But also, we don't need to be hot because we're so richly full of life and that is fucking beautiful. Anyway, so it might be perimenopause and if it's not, it will be soon or it might just be what happens to over 40s. I don't know, but you're in good company and whatever it is, you're going to be okay. I hope I've made you feel better. I hope if you're in your 20s or whatever, I haven't just freaked you out. But like I say, it's all going to happen to everyone. We're all in good company. Beyonce is most likely perimenopausal, you know? And if it's good for Beyonce, it's good for the rest of us. La la la, let me explain. This has been a Sony Music Entertainment production. <laughs>